Welcome to the Conscious Caravan podcast. I'm Jonathan. And my name is Toto. And this is the podcast for all you people out there wanting to live more conscious lives. Conversations from the yurt. Conversations from the yurt. Episode three. I feel so blessed that you have, have all this stuff. Like, it's, I would never get to experience this stuff on my own. Like, I would never have a yurt. <laughs> but that's the beauty of doing things together. Yeah. Is that where you can uh, bring each other up, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, collaboration. That's actually one of the things that I was... Uh, one of the things that I ask life about is that, you know, I wanted to, that's another thing maybe, that I wanted to collaborate more because there's so much synergy in collaboration. Hmm. It just, you I know. I definitely experienced that with us. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's so much more energy than doing it alone, especially if, like, I think both of us are pretty extroverted. I mean, you're... You have your wife, you have your child, and you have your clinic, so you know you're probably <laughs> you're probably running on fumes even if you are an extrovert but um, funny you experienced that extrovert in me well well i think you're like i th I think you're an ambivert like me I think you're ambivert I like you're both introverted and extroverted, yeah, but I think to some extent most people are, but I think we're at least I experience myself I'm kind of half half and you seem like you're kind of the same. I experienced half, half, half. Yeah. But when people talk about the introverted, extroverted thing or ambiverted thing. Right. Of uh, where you get energy from or whatever. You know, you know, it's interesting. I, I actually listened to a podcast not too long ago and they talked about this. In, that we, we all, when people talk about intro, if you're an introvert or extrovert. Right. There's also an ambivert, right? Right. But it, what they were talking about is that all of us, no matter what ex introvert, extrovert, whatever you are, right. we all, as human beings, get energy from being with other human beings. Yeah, and I think we all require times alone. Yeah. If we've spent a lot of time with human beings. But that's, that's paramount to, to getting rest, right? Right. Um, and I think sometimes what is considered extroverts by the world are often people who are still kind of unconscious. Um, because when I see people, when I see the caricature extrovert who's always hanging around people, who has a group of friends, who's, you know, life of the party, lives in a communal living, whatever. I've never seen anyone, so far at least, who was very conscious who did that. It, it seems a little bit like a unconscious strategy of avoiding yourself to be extroverted to that extent and I think some introverts I think it's kind of obvious that some people are introverted as a way to avoid the difficult difficulties they have with the world and others right so avoiding like an avoiding technique exactly yeah and we all we all do that from time to time of course when Wait, we're low on resources we do yeah, or when we're afraid. Right. And we're trying to avoid some kind of emotion or some kind of thing because we fear, fear that and our thoughts fuel that. Right. And we spend more and more time with ourselves because of that. But I really think like that's, 
I think for most people, I think introversion and extroversion are just two healthy dynamic poles that we move between. We, we, uh, we recharge alone to some extent, we rest something, and then we go out and then we, we have some energy we want to spend with people. Or maybe we get energy with people and spend it alone, I don't know. But I think, I think introversion and extroversion are actually two sides of the same coin. Yeah. And I think, I think it's something that people talk about it more these days, but I think everything which is regenerative is also dynamic. Which is to say that if something is self-sustaining and it brings, it, it, it restores its own energy, it must be a movement between two extremes, two polarities. So for example, a human being gains energy not just by resting but also by doing things, right? Yeah. You do very passionate things, that can give you energy, but at some point, even chasing your dream, you need a break from that and then that gives you a kind of energy. Mm. Well, I experienced that, for sure. So all these, With, uh, all these restorative systems, and I find it interesting when we talk about companies because Companies are talking about being regenerative these days. And one of the things about being regenerative is that you must have stage, stages of rest and stages of activity. And that everything, everything in life follows the cycles of birth, expansion, stagnation, death, and then birth again, or rebirth. So everything is always new and growing, in some kind of, you know, sorry, not new and growing, but something is just born, it's being born, or it's in a growth spurt, or it's starting to stagnate, not really moving, or it's starting to die or has died. And then when it has died, it is reborn into something new. And you know, example, with this uh, growth yeah. and stagnation, right? Right. Can that be alternating at times before the death? Uh, like, I, can you, can I would you think so. What's that? I would think so. It's more of a, of a metaphor, right? Yeah. Than a clear rule. But you think, you see, even, I think even, I think relationships go through it. I think relationships, mm. relationships, uh, good relationships, they will, they will die periodically and be reborn into new relationships. That's why uh, in Germany, there's a, a, a very normal relationship rule that after every seven years, the couple... Oh, yeah. The couple sits down and seriously uh, discusses whether they want to be in that relationship. That's really enlightening. Moving forward because of, it sounds like because of what you're talking about now, this cycle of yeah. birth, growth, stagnation, death. And if they are at that point, choosing to then. <laughs> but maybe also what I'm hearing as well, that maybe that cycle can be a rebirth of a new part of the relationship or a new kind of exactly that, that's the yeah. beautiful part right that the that the, the that some part of the relationship comes to an end and a new a new phase begins yeah i love that metaphor it's great <laughs> yeah you know uh Tobin, you keep mentioning the word 
conscious consciousness or if somebody is conscious right then they act in a certain way or whatever like but we were talking about this earlier as well what's that we were talking about this earlier as well i, I i'm i'm looking forward to the topic you're leading us into <laughs> i don't know if we're where we're going with it yet but um either way i'm curious to kind of talk about this this subject of of consciousness i guess right uh people people throw it around in different ways people have different uh different uh, ideas about what it what it means to them and uh yeah I, i'd like to get your perspective i guess on consciousness or what when you say somebody is a conscious person where what is that what does that mean you know like where is yeah right when i when i look at someone i instantly i see how conscious they are but what does that actually mean if you pick it apart but just just to step back for a second right for you to see how conscious somebody is <laughs> you would need to be quite conscious yourself right? well i can only well i can only see people who are less conscious than me or more conscious than me to the degree that i can see right i, ca I couldn't see that see something that was way beyond me so there's a okay it's like a well then again you know you don't have to be a good tennis player to recognize a master but you do need to know a few things so yeah i suppose you can see quite quite far but yeah and so you could say you know a few things about about this right i mean i've yeah i've my life has been dedicated to consciousness since i was 20 and i'm 36 now so very early in my life uh i made the dedication to live a conscious life and and try to live that intention as as purely as possible and so it's quite simple what what determines a person's level of consciousness is how aware are they of or how conscious are they of the things that most people are not conscious about so in other words how often do they see what kind of thoughts are going on in their mind because if they're not seeing them then the thoughts are controlling them and then the thoughts are making them see a world that reinforces what they're seeing in their thinking so if a person has negative thoughts and they're not very conscious then they perceive the world as negative and people as negative they don't see that it's a negative thinking that they're experiencing they think the world is negative so they have the direct they actually experience their reality in real time as, in real time as as through the lens of this negative self-talk or this right, negativity or like you could say colored through the mask of because their an, thoughts exactly because an unobserved thought becomes a interpretation of reality so a conscious person is someone who is aware of their thoughts in real time as much as they are aware of their emotions in real time as much as they are and aware of their body and their actions in real time as much as they are mm. and the definition of how conscious they are is how conscious they are of these three aspects of of life and uh, of themselves well yeah it, well life itself it really is uh since we look through the lens of the body the mind and the emotions 
how conscious we are of ourselves becomes how conscious we are of life. Because otherwise, life becomes distorted by mind, body, and emotions. So we can never be conscious of life before being conscious of ourselves. Mm. And being conscious of ourselves really means to be conscious of that which can be distracting ourselves. So that is, is my, how I think of consciousness. Mm. How, do you, how do you experience that? Uh, does that make sense to you? What's it like for you? Yeah, it, it makes so much sense. And like, for me, what, what, how I make sense of that, I guess, and for, 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 for my, for also from my own experience, is the, uh, this balance between my, my thoughts, my feelings, and my body. And right. these, these three parts of, that make up myself. And actually what came, come to, comes to me when I, uh, talk about this right now in this moment is like the experience of actually how I met my my now wife oh yeah, yeah. Um, we we met in Spain and we we started we, we we both independently chose to walk this uh this thing called the Camino right and yeah. it's like a five week long pilgrimage walk through all kinds of different terrain in Spain and uh, I guess where I'm, where I'm going with this is that along that journey, along that walk, I, I experienced very, very strongly at different parts of the walk and especially after quite a number of weeks of walking, this part of my my thoughts or my minds and my feeling and my body being in absolute harmony with one another. Wow. And, and being, yeah, very much in balance and not only with, within me, also with, within, my, within my wife that I was walking with. Wow. Um, and that, it just opened up so, so many, <laughs> it opened up a really strong connection between her, her and I because I felt we were coming from that, 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 that harmony or that place of uh, Was she your balance. wife at the time? No. <laughs> she was... Uh, she was just somebody I really, I really uh, connected with and we just happened to yeah, choose to walk five weeks together, which is a very intense way of meeting. So meeting another person. The way, am I correct in understanding this, that your, your life had sort of come to a halt. You weren't really, you weren't really getting where you wanted to go at some point. And then you went on this sort of life-changing walk in Spain and you met your future wife there. <laughs> it's kind of magical, isn't it? It's kind of magical. It's, it's really romantic. And happens in very unforeseen ways, right? Because I went to Spain because I was quite lost with myself. Right. And, and felt very distant to my myself actually and just I, I was just over, overworked and stressed out and stuff so I actually went to Spain for the uh, to, to, to get away from everything right and to, to sort my life out <laughs> you could say or like come back with some kind of clear pathway or something right um, which you did <laughs> which I did but it, 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 it turned my life around <laughs> yeah so so it 
So in a very indirect way, they kind of, uh, yeah, which I'm very grateful for because otherwise I most likely wouldn't be here talking to you, Tobin, yeah. <laughs> if I didn't um, do that walk. And not only do that walk, also choose to follow my, my, like, myself. Right. In that, which was one of the hardest choices I've made in my life, actually. Can you uh, elaborate on that? Yeah. I got to be curious. All right, so I'll be honest, right? Right. Um, when I when I went and did the walk, I was in a relationship. And I walked with my now my now wife for five weeks. And nothing happened between us besides us walking. But right. what happened actually now when I reflect on it was the connection on a much, much deeper level. Right, right. The intimacy. For, formed, yeah. Like an intimacy without there being any kind of uh, yeah, any, any other type of intimacy, right? Yeah, of course. And that that was such a such a deep connection that when I when I I, when I went back to Australia to to my to my girlfriend at the time right I had to make that choice do I follow what's the easiest path oh okay yeah okay. and the path of like you know it makes sense to be in Australia to be with with that person right um, I really cared about that person everything like that or do I choose to follow myself or follow my I guess my heart or my my intuition or my everything else in my body was basically screaming, screaming to like just go to Denmark right but my mind kept saying that's stupid like you know it would never work out like all the all the doubt right, all the right. fear everything else and so the little mind it was it was a completely challenging situation because it was like one part of me was screaming not to do it and the other part of me was like this is this is deeply important to you and you and the connection is so strong how did you find the strength in the end because i know you did it since you're sitting here yeah <laughs> you know i just i just uh i kept reminding myself of that connection right that i kept coming back to that feeling in my body about her and uh that's beautiful man yeah and i just and I, and I just did it. I just jumped on the flight and yeah, at the time said goodbye to my, or said goodbye. I uh, yeah, split up with my girlfriend at the time and then I just w went to Denmark on a leap of faith really of not, not really knowing and, and not making any sense. Hmm. And, that's amazing, uh, I love that. That's... And my whole life direction changed from that choice. I love that, that's, that's such a, that's always the kind of life that I wanted to live. Just follow the call, you know. The spontaneity, so I, <laughs> spontaneity of a... Uh, yeah, follow the call, you follow know. Follow the call, yeah. Wherever it takes you, just yeah. follow it. And things will work out. It won't be easy. Definitely will be easy. meaningful. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like, this body, 
my like body thoughts or minds feeling oh yeah that's what we were talking about yeah. balance right that's like I, I like I, I actually feel like that's such an important thing to keep coming back to right because when that is in sync or when that is in in harmony or balance or whatever you want to call it we're able to kind of uh we can live authentically yeah live authentically from the inside and, and, out. and, and show live with the, yeah show, show, show ourselves authentically <clears throat> live that part of ourselves and be free you know yeah be free to to to, to be to, to dwell in that space of of um I don't, I don't know even what words to put on, but maybe like aliveness or just like kind of yeah. It's a it's a beautiful place to to live from, and it's it's it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so mm. our, our mind will, will try and take us out of that, right? And that's even more reason to keep coming back to that, and uh, and that's uh, that's also what I do with 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 my clients actually with giving them the space to uh, to to reconnect with that part of themselves on yeah. different on the different levels and uh, and um, free up themselves to live live authentically or just open up to that that part of themselves that they that is always there it's it's always there it's just a matter of bringing that to the surface and at times it can just be buried and at times we can have so many masks and so many different layers that we've put on to right. to uh to hide that part of ourselves, or to to protect ourselves, or to you name it and especially for some reason in Denmark yeah there's there's so much and I'm not sure I'm still trying to work it out because I'm pretty new to Denmark right but what I've what I've at least experienced from people who come to me and my own experience is this kind of uh, this 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 nor this normality in society right. that uh, to be in a certain way or to behave in a certain cold way. of normality. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's almost like it's so it's so present that when I go to act authentically or to be myself. There's, there's, I'm not sure if it's just myself holding it back or the, 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 the general kind of way people act. Right. And, and for me, it's very much coming from our, our, our what makes sense to our mind, the logical part of ourselves. Right. But there's this whole other part of us that gets, that doesn't get to be expressed or opened up to. And, and, uh, and this is very general, right? But at least this is what I experienced from you know, internationals and also Danes are like, there's there's all this part of themselves that wants to, to express and wants to get out there, this authentic part of them. Yeah. It doesn't get to have a, a voice or get to be shared with 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 the world or with with colleagues or with the relationship or whatever it is. And so it gets it gets buried and buried and buried into a point where it comes out in other ways of depression or anxiety right. or or just feeling not yourself or feeling pain or whatever and it's just like to, to come back to that to come back to this expression and to come back to that balancing 
of who you are on a deeper level. To bring that out is like, is, was, is what I help people do and is what I also experience in myself to be absolutely like vital to just, to, to, to enjoying what we have here and now and to, to living and to being and to, to expressing ourselves. And now I'm just getting very carried away. So what's your thoughts on this? <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, and it's not just vital in a, in a metaphorical sense because like I told you, I have an illness which is very, it can be very limiting to me. But yeah. one of the things I see is that whenever I'm doing what I love, expressing myself freely, yeah. suddenly I have energy. Yeah. And you know, my illness, is, it's a very real illness. It's not... Uh, it's not something your mind is making. It has, it, there are very physical limitations to that illness, but suddenly when I'm doing what I love, I have no problem. You know, I, for the listeners that don't know, I have a very low kidney function left. And I can be tired all day, but then when one of my clients call, I'm up, I'm walking around my apartment for one and a half hour. I'm laughing, I'm happy, I'm enjoying it. How does that work? It shouldn't, it makes no sense. But that's because I, I love what I'm doing. I'm expressing my true, my true self. And there's energy in that, even if you're, you know, seriously sick. So it's, it's, it's such a phenomenal thing that it even transcends illness that's how powerful this is and that's not to say anything of how all the people who aren't ill it's an even to be to be seriously ill is nothing compared to not having joy and magic in your life that's much worse mm. that is a real illness and you put it so well because what i do the exact same thing with my client i call it to lead them back to the magic in their lives because i think everyone everyone's life should be an adventure it should be magical and I've always, I've always known that deep in my heart, but I was too scared to live that way. It took me many years to gather the courage and eventually I did it. But we all have Congratulations this. Congratulations on Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted to do it for so long. I knew it was right for me, but this, you know, we learn in Denmark, we learn this kind of pettiness, this kind of cunning kind of intelligence, this small intelligence. This, yeah. It's like a rat-like intelligence. It's so cunning and fear-based and it keeps us, uh, us in this prison where there's no magic no joy no life and everyone around us confirms us that we're doing the right thing we're playing it safe we're we're looking at we're, we're being secure we have our security nets and all this stuff but we're not really living what's the mm -hmm. point of being so secure if you if you aren't living and here's an interesting thing we are reminded over and over again through random occurrences random bankruptcies, sudden illnesses, that even if you play it safe, no one is ever safe. There are people who play it safe their whole lives and catastrophe hits anyway. But what did you do it for? There is no security in this life. There might be more if you live a certain place in a certain way. But at the absolute best, all you're doing is just protecting yourself from a life worth living. How does that make sense? So you're saying you can you can live your whole life in this state of protection or fear or of 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 of, of, of um, acting in the safe way, right? And, and 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 be at the end of your life and realize that you haven't really lived or you haven't. In, no, I'm in saying you can be enjoyed. You life. can be 40 years old and you've done everything right to play your life safe every day, and suddenly someone tells you you have cancer and yeah. you have one year left to live. Yeah. 
and you did everything right and you ate healthy and you you kept low you didn't stick out you did everything right and now you're gonna die so it can happen to anyone and it does happen to anyone and what i i would like to say a lot of these diseases i believe come from um psychological illness mm. or in another ways i i don't mean classically diag I'm not, i don't mean diagnosis i mean Mental the psychological illness. illness of being unhappy for too long i think a lot of illnesses come from that because the body is not good at staying healthy if it's depressed all the time and to not manifest your true being and to grow into what you're supposed to be that is that will become a depression sooner or later as you mentioned earlier there's a voice inside you that if you don't listen to it it becomes more and more painful but i would say the wonderful thing is that i've discovered and that everyone discovers is that no matter how you live your life no matter how much you fuck it up no matter how much you betray yourself and absolutely humiliate yourself live without self-esteem sacrifice yourself for the wrong things your true being cannot be destroyed your authentic being is never destroyed and never tarnished not broken in any way you can spend 40 or 50 years living in a way that's betraying yourself and when you're 41 you can regain your true self because it's always there it cannot be destroyed for some beautiful amazing reason this true self cannot be destroyed so no matter whatever your sins were whatever you failed and however low you fell you can always start over and it will be right there right where you left it and i think that's the deep kindness of the universe so whether you're starting on this path of consciousness at age 20 or age 40 or 80 you will always be able to come into this authentic authenticity or this consciousness yeah state of living or of choosing to to uh, abide in that in that in that place i think it was rumi the the persian poet who said even if you have broken your vow a thousand times come come yet again come our caravan is not a caravan of despair and that to me beautifully expresses that it doesn't matter how many times you failed because you can always start over you can always join this caravan of joy you can always regain the right life for you because wonder of wonder what is real cannot be destroyed and thank god for that because i think we've all done things where you'd wonder if there Now was anything <laughs> real left in us <laughs> after that yeah betray ourselves so deeply yeah. so shamefully hurt ourselves so much living you know in ways that are just our lowest self but it's always there waiting and i think i don't know i'm so grateful for that i truly am So am I. So what we want to say to you, whoever's listening here, <laughs> um,
is it this this path or this choice to 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 be conscious is always available to you at any point in time right it's and it's it's always there no matter how much how low you feel or how high you feel in your life how much you've experienced despair or pain or emotional hurt and things like this you can always come into this part of consciousness or this part of yourself that's like you said Toby and never no matter what what happens in your life it, it's a it can never be um, what did you say never can be it can never be destroyed never be destroyed it's always it's always there it can't even be tarnished not yeah. even a little bit it's like the blue sky And I think it was Jesus that said, Para, I don't remember completely, but I think he said that that God loves the sinners more than the saints. And no matter how much you've sinned or how deeply you've sinned, God will just love you even more. But you can always come home. Yeah. Well, I think that concludes conversations in the yurt the third episode we are now listening to this wonderful rain <laughs> we got we, we hope you uh we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this as well i mean i know we finished on the note of like uh, jesus quote but it's like uh you know consciousness takes many different forms and 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 uh a way of experiencing this, this experiencing this, you know, you can do it yourself. Also, uh, like coming and experiencing one of the sessions with either Torbjorn or myself. Uh, oh yeah. In in real time, in real life. Perhaps that's also another way of getting a taste for um, what it what it feels like in your body to have that direct experience of of. Um, yeah feeling maybe not even feeling but just experiencing yourself in a in a way that you may may have not done in a very long time and bringing more of that expressive authentic part of yourself out that part that feels alive that part that feels joy and feels happiness and feels feels completely real and here and uh it has so much to live for so uh we can uh yeah we have that <laughs> and yeah. you also have that as well so it's uh, <laughs> and, and and another wonderful thing is that once you learn it you can give it to others and it was buddha that said that one flame can kindle a thousand candles without becoming any less what's so wonderful about consciousness is that once you have it you give it to others without losing anything and you can light so many candles in your life if you'll just be willing to light your own. Mm. And we'll love to help you with this process. And I think I speak for both me and Jonathan when I say that there is no more beautiful process in this life than to starting the path of consciousness. 
And I think we'll end it there for the night. Yeah. We probably should get some sleep soon. <laughs> so to our listeners, have a good night and we hope it was a little bit enlightening. Is that only 37 minutes? Damn, that's not much. You've been listening to The Conscious Caravan with Jonathan and Torbjörn. And if you are looking for help to live a more conscious life, you can reach out to one of us for a free therapy session where we can help you get from where you are now to where you want to be.